The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road. And recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. What's up? Welcome to uh, Williams and Bloom here on a Wednesday. We are in the Wild Rose Casino Studios in beautiful Ankeny. Fueled as always by Cody Road. I want to give everybody a look. If you're watching live or if you're watching on the YouTube page, which is picking up steam, everybody is watching on YouTube. Well, now. would you well, you would want to look at us too. <sighs> this is the Iowa cream liqueur. This is potentially my favorite product that the Mississippi River Distilling Company makes. And this is perfect for these morning games, especially mm-hmm. these morning road games mm-hmm. where you're at home and you're just drinking the coffee. Just pour a little in there, Bloomer. Pour a little in there. You're going to Cincinnati. Yeah, it's a noon start out there. You lose an hour. You know that? Uh, I guess I I didn't, but that that certainly makes but sense. Predicts, I just haven't thought about I'm, it. I'm bringing some with. You're bringing some Irish cream? Yeah. Oh, I'm bringing some bourbon at least for that after the Irish celebration c- cream, and then they've got the new amaretto one Oof. that's out, and they've got the salted caramel that you could find. My favorite is the eggnog. I don't well, do we, eggnog. Anti-eggnog. You wouldn't. We're, we're almost at the time of year where people are going to start putting out candy corn, and, and and that is a no-go. You know, a hilarious quote my eight-year-old says to me last night. This ought to be good. So my wife and the four-year-old don't like candy corn. Cameron like says to me, Dad, I think there's something wrong with Mom and Elise. They don't <laughs> like candy corn. So overrated. When you can get a fun-sized Snicker bar... Or Reese's cup. Why would anybody choose candy corn? I mean, we have mix moved, it, mix it with nuts. We have moved on as a society. You mix it with nuts. It's just like the triple option. Like it once worked, now only Navy does it. I want to give everybody a shout out who's watching us live. Currently, um, the people. We have a lot right. to get to on a Wednesday yes, show. We will get jammed. to Cincinnati. A couple of things have happened since then. We're going to talk about Gonzaga and the Big Twelve. And then I also want to talk to you because this is kind of your wheelhouse, Bloom, where we've had a couple of coaches this week really yeah. come out and say we need more money to pay the players, uh, specifically Mark Stoops. He's the one who, who got the most headlines. I, first of all, like I'm totally fine with coaches like being a proponent of these collectives. Yeah, and they are allowed to ask yeah, for money. Yeah, I think it's that great. Whatever. 100% allowed. The problem is, like, they got to really watch it when when it comes off as far as the tone goes. To me, that was the deal with Stoops. It rings a little hollow when the guy making $8.6 million is... He, it sounded to me when he did it like he was blaming the fans, like, for not... You know what I mean? Like, that's where, like, these guys have just got... There's a really fine line. It here. is, and we can get into more of it, but... Basically, the one rule there is that is enforceable is coaches cannot contribute to collectives. So he so can't you, give he a can't, million dollars. No, or else. Now, are some coaches doing that? I'm not going to put it past them, but you're not. That is that is like a well, that, huge violation. That has been a thing in for 50 years, though. Where potentially, especially yeah. with assistant coaches. Yeah, I mean, I, everybody knows it's probably going on, yeah. but he. Even though he's making eight million dollars, that doesn't matter. You cannot; he cannot fund the collective. That is, anybody with the athletic department cannot be a part of a collective, funding wise. Understood. So, yes, he's making a lot of money, and I would argue it's that you know that fungible thing where it's like, well, yeah, if if the athletic department 
use booster money Correct. to pay the players and not you, then there would be more there. But and he, this this is also the deal. Like it's why if you go around to the NFL, like their practice facilities aren't as nice as college because they have to pay their workers. And it's why the the power five, the high level power five coaches make more than the NFL coaches. Yes. It all makes sense it, to me. But he can't himself pay. So when he says as a school, hey, Georgia has more NIL money, we need to step it up, he's not lying, but it also is not a great look for him to say that. Well, the way he said it, it's like, well, they bought all these players. And, and, and there's a reason why Georgia's really good, Yeah. by the way. Yeah, I, I also, I'm starting to wonder, too. They try to get some of our guys. I'm starting to wonder, too, if, you know, the more we watch... Is like because Kentucky's good, yes. right? Like they're a good team. Yes. I don't know how good they are, but they're a good team. They didn't even look like they belonged on the field with them. And I mean, we've seen that with Iowa State this year. I think they're a good football team. I mean, young, but they're they didn't really belong on the field with Oklahoma, right? Like, and we're we're starting to just we're seeing more. It's between the like these these elite top. Now, I will also say. I don't think college football's ever had more parity because who would you say could win the national title right now? I yeah. could name 10 teams. Uh, I think there's the line, though, is the top 10 are way separate of the rest of them. Mm -hmm. And almost all those top 10 are heavy into NIL and the transfer portal. I mean, you just go down the list. It's, it's kind of a who's who as to who has the most money in NIL and what is happening and we will get into Cincinnati, I promise. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I wanted to hit on this yeah, and Gonzaga but, but here. The Georges of the world... What they did this offseason, what they can continue to do. So let's say, okay, I'll, I'll, let's let's we're just gonna be honest. We're we're all we're all friends here. Um, I would guess, and I don't know for a fact. I think Georgia's probably ten million dollars plus in their NIL budget. Okay, per year, per year. God. Okay. Okay. I'm that. So do the math. Are they the top? You think? Uh they're gonna be up. It's top they're, five. They're they might even be pushing fifteen million. I, I mean, I Clemson is not known as a huge spender, but they're. I heard their football programs getting six or seven million a year just in football. Okay, you, I'm going to chat with our, our friends here. We're not we're we're a fifth of that ten million right mm -hmm. now. Okay, mm -hmm. so what they can do is they can say, "Hey, we'll get your guy. We'll pay him three times as much, four times as much, five times as much. He might not start for us, but he's depth." And that's what that's what Stoop said, and he's right. Yeah, no, is, I, it, is now you get deeper in the season, these guys get hurt. Now their backups are starters on everybody else's power five. And so now is when that depth really starts to expose itself. And those top end teams be continue to be top end teams because when they get a guy dinged up, they just throw another big another level guy from a, guy. from a transfer. And they literally, they will poach. They say, okay, that guy's an all sec or probably not all sec, but an all big 12 player. Let's try and pay him to come to our school because his school can't pay as much as theirs. And that is why, if in the next six weeks, we are determined to raise our NIL budget mm -hmm. because the portal opens December 5th. And you can probably name the guys that would be very appealing to the Georges of the world on Iowa State's roster. And it's going to come. So we have to try and raise as much money as we can to beat it's that. Fascinating it's time. the name of the game. The coaches can only do so much. And that's why you're going to see more of this, Chris, because they yeah. all see that date coming. Where they say, oh no, December 5th, the, the portal opens. It's a 30-day race to get the best players. And if you don't have the ammo to 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 step up, you're you're probably gonna lose some of those guys. Yeah, I would just encourage any of these coaches 
who and Stoops did that on a whim, right? Like so that this wasn't like their collective and Stoops like plant like he was just talking. Yeah, and, he's, and, yeah, and I respect just, him because he just was being real. Yep. They you got to craft the message in a Absolutely. way where you know it does. It's not a huge turn off to people and. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, no, I don't yeah, think anybody did anything wrong. No, I don't, it, but it, it, it looks really bad when a guy's making eight million dollars, saying, "Hey, Joe Carpenter, we need your thousand dollars." That's the problem. Yeah, I, know, I understand it. It's a it's a deal where it's just like you look over the last twenty years, and it's like, well, why are we in this spot? Well, it's like how much dead money is being spent in college football right now? Like, how many coaches is Nebraska paying? Like this second, you know think, what I mean? I think Charlie Weiss is still getting paid by Kansas. That's my point. Yeah. So you you funnel in all the. All that money, it's not that hard to pay the and secondary. It'll cycle out eventually. Yeah, I, yeah. I, at some point, if you're a coach, though, you're going to have to have an honest conversation with your athletic administration saying, okay, I'm taking this much less. Yeah, and I want that to go to the collective. And I, and I want the boosters to then fund the collective. Yeah. Like, if you're not a coach and you're not thinking that right now, then that's then you're not going to have a, as a successful team. Those conversations are going to happen. And, yeah, we, you'd like to just grow the pie entirely. And I think they're going to find out at the Kentuckys of the world. Well, shoot, this eight million for Mark Stoops. Maybe we better off giving him five, and then use some of the three million from our donors to go over to our collective. And and that is one hundred percent happening everywhere else right now. And so he can maybe only blame himself. Now he's probably saying, "Well, we still need help." He's right, mm-hmm. but it just it's again it, there, the the money isn't limitless here. We're not the live golf tour. No, uh, really interesting, and, and it continues to evolve. Yes, and but the the good thing is, if you're just a college football fan, it's been good. It's never been more wide open as far as who's going to no. be in the playoff, yeah. who's going to win the title. And TV ratings have never been higher. Yeah, you could argue this has been the best year for college football. So you know, on that side, I don't think NIL has damaged college I don't think football so at all. It, it is though. You're starting to see a separation of those top schools now. And there was always a separation for those best schools anyway. Not, maybe that hasn't changed, but it's going to be really hard for the Kentuckys and some of these other schools that don't have these massive budgets to keep the best, their best players on their, on their rosters. And that's where culture and everything else comes in. And you hope you, you have the, the guys that want to keep, keep I, out of place. I'm going to say it one more time. I still think guys want to play. There's there. You're right. And I and I still think like from Iowa State standpoint, you know more than I do, but Sama, Brainer, Bramer, these guys are all playing. And like, would would Abu Sama be playing at Georgia? No, he wouldn't be. Like, it's we're just being honest. He's a really nice player. We mm-hmm. love what he's going to bring to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be. He he'd probably be making more money. There's no question at Georgia. Yep. But what are you third or fourth string? I, it's in there. You know? Yep. It's so a- like. There is a balance here. I don't, that's why I don't think this is the end of the world. Yeah, but I would just say for the... Like, and This is why I like Iowa State's place in the new Big 12. This is what I've been trying to say for a month and a half. But we can't be last. Correct. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. like we can't... But we I can't, think we can compete with I these do, schools where, like, man, the Georgias, the Clemsons, the... the I just, I so, just, and again, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox. If you guys have ever thought like, hey, I'm thinking about this, do it. I would highly encourage it. The next six, six weeks are huge. Buy as much Ames log as you can. 
by the cold brew. We got some other things happening. And like the you, tax you, implications yeah, are huge. They are. And, and it is still, you know, join the We Will Club. Um, if you want to do a nonprofit gift, let's reach hit that out. to the We Will Club. So when you do that, you get a free subscription to Cyclone Fanatic. At, at a certain level and above, at yeah. $25 a month or more. You so get then a, you become you know, a Cyclone Fanatic yep. premium member and get all those perks. But it's really, so we, okay, thank, uh, thank you for bringing this up. We have right now, Chris, 800 members through both the nonprofit and the We Will Club that are contributing monthly, 800 total. We need to grow that. There's just, just simply, we need to grow that. 800 people giving monthly. Can we get is that to 2,000 by the end I of the want, year? I would, that was, that would love that. Yeah. Year $10 a month if you do it monthly, because then we can say, okay, we know that's coming in every month. It's a lot easier to track, a lot easier to budget, all these things. So, yes, if you've ever thought about it, this is the most vital time in NIL in the next. Six to eight. Weeks. I would encourage you to do the club, and then you get the Cyclone Fanatic membership too. Yep. It's a good because you're getting something you're getting out of support. it too. It's not yep. just you get invited to game watches, events, all the things. It's but, not just writing a check. But, or if you have questions, always let me know. But thank thank you for the the, the soapbox here. It I, is vital. I, right I, well, I think it's important to have real conversations yeah. too because like I was so appalled. <laughs> what. It wasn't what Mark Stoop said. It was how he, like when yeah. Campbell goes on the video screen and says, "Hey, help our." That's fine. Like. I, the, like, you know, the whole like, oh, this it's is how I took your it. fault. Yeah, this fans. is it, how I took it <laughs> yeah. was, hey, we're coaching our asses off, but our players suck because you don't donate enough. <laughs> yeah. And it was That's just like, we God, lost dude. by 40. Yeah. Like, you no, know, you got your ass kicked in yeah. that game. Yeah. But and sometimes it doesn't matter. And I would point to the Oklahoma game, like, look at all the newcomers that they brought in. And by the way, he should be coach of the year in college football no for Inventables for what he's done. And he's made me eat crow. I didn't think that they would be I nearly as good as they are. With you. But you see right there when you go from six and seven or whatever they were to that team could win the national title. I'm not yeah. saying they will, I'm saying that team could win the national title. Texas won in Birmingham, in, in Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Yep. And they they beat them like they beat Texas. That wasn't a yep. fluke the other day. In fact, they're probably what top five in odds right now to win the national. They gotta be. Yeah. They got in in like that Oklahoma team. When I watch it, feels like more of a team that could actually win the title compared to any of those Lincoln Riley teams. No, I agree. They they they're good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and and their path now is pretty easy to get there. So right now, hold on. Uh, yeah, they're they're top ten. They're not top five, but they're they're closing. We are presented as always by our friends at MechDine. Check them out at MechDine.com. M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. I also want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Are you sick and tired of sitting around in your home office? Get yourself a membership to Gravitate Coworking. They've got all their different spots in the Des Moines Metro. And most of all, our guy Jeff's a, a huge Cyclone fan, big listener to the show. We appreciate him and his beautiful wife, Hope. Hope Wood, she is... Uh, so what she does, and we're getting into be the uh, cardiac clones uh, basketball season. Media. I'm telling you guys, you got to get your wills get done. It, get it done. Crossover. Look at me, I'm sitting here drinking Monster yeah, well, and uh, promoting whiskey. Well, I at least got a diet Dr. Pepper. Here. Yeah, I mean, I could drop that of a heart attack any minute. 
keep drinking those things. Any minute I could. And crossover uh, season, you're not just worried no, about Saturdays. No. Now you got Tuesdays, you got Hopewoodjd.com. She does a will in a day. It's a phenomenal program. She too is a is a big time cyclone who we greatly appreciate here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Gonzaga and the Big 12 has been a talker all week. Cincinnati's coming up next. If you're here for the Cincinnati talk, either on the podcast, if you don't care about Gonzaga, you can fast forward. We don't care. Or uh, we're getting to that in the next segment. I uh, did want to give a shout out to one of our live viewers, uh, JC Forsy. Uh, he's in the combine. Right oh, JC. Yeah, he's streaming us in the in the combine on YouTube right now. So thanks, JC. We appreciate that. Uh, and all of our uh, Wiffle Cybrids customers that are out there. Paying. I'm telling you, we always see a spike in harvest time. People love, you know, the, the farmers love the content during this time of year. So we appreciate that. I love it. This will be one of those weekends, too, where I'm going to ask you all to send me the pictures from the... Yes, from your I got a couple of those last weekend. Yeah. Made my day. Those are the best. Um, Gonzaga to the Big 12. I'm hearing just between us and, and everybody watching that this is imminent. This is happening. Really? Yes, this is going to happen. What I don't know is if there's anything else to go with it. What, so. what timeline? I In the next couple of weeks. No, I mean like for next year? I would guess for next year. When the others join? Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't know that part for a fact, but yeah. it's it's happening from what I understand. What I don't know, like, will they just be like, okay, we'll have 17 teams in basketball, or is there something else down the pike? Would um, your mark, my guess is that Brett, your mark is going to scratch that New York itch at some point. Um, but I, I, I don't know. To me, like, just as the diehard fan, I hate it. I want my 10-team round robin that we've been accustomed to. Sure. However, as the businessman, I understand what Brett Yormark's doing. I personally, if I was if I was a Gonzaga fan, I don't think I would want this. Yeah, I don't know either, but you're Yeah, I, don't, I you're mean, getting paid. what to what like, like what though? Like what are they going to get paid? 10 million compared to like I I don't know. Like what does a basketball only membership to the Big 12 get you? Uh, and therein lies the literally million I have no question. idea. Because the so you know about this. Jamie touched on this on the Murph and Andy podcast. I haven't yesterday. listened to that, so tell me. It was really well done. So he put it out there publicly, and you knew that. The Big Twelve took a big haircut yeah. by getting their other four cut the other four Pac twelve schools in next year. Essentially, the current Big Twelve schools took less money. You have talked about this. We yes. have talked about this. It has not really made it nationally known yet. What does that mean for fact, school? I, I I was shunned for reporting this months ago. Well, it's, a couple it's, of national guys said I was wrong. So I was here, not wrong. Here's 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 the deal. The the existing Big Twelve schools are each going to make around ten million dollars less a year during this contract. Okay, I heard seven to ten million. It's around so. seven to ten. I mean, okay. and I don't know if that if there's an escalator in that that'll continue to get closer to, but in the next couple of years, Iowa State is actually losing money from a TV contract by letting those four new schools in. The reason you do that is you hope then the 29-30 contract, when it kicks in, you're stable, you have a seat at the table, and then that one really jumps mm -hmm. when you show your value. You bring in a Gonzaga, they're not coming for free. No. So there's another It's going to be another hit. And then secondly, what Jamie brought up that I thought was really good was the non-football schools have a huge advantage in college sports right now. Yes, because they don't have to pay them. Right. They don't have to pay a football they team. Have, they don't have 85 scholarships. Why do you think Creighton took such a big bump 
when NIL hit. So it's not an even Creighton play. went from yeah. being a good program right. to a top 10 program. Yeah, they're going to stay there because yeah. they are super well funded. They are loaded over there. They, but Gonzaga is not on the same playing field as the rest of the Big 12 then because they could literally put all the resources into men, men's and women's basketball. These other schools have to pay for NIL for football as well. Gonzaga could end up being a, a, a power in basketball because they could just dedicate. It's Interesting. Not, it's not an even playing field. And not everyone's playing on the same rules. And it's one thing if you're the Big East, and I'd say half of those schools have no football, and so it's a little bit more even. But the Big 12, you're going to have one outlier who doesn't really make sense with the rest of the I hate it. Yeah, and I... I know, hate it. I, from a from a if you want to be the best basketball league, and I, I we've talked about this, that will generate eyeballs, and it's another revenue stream potentially. It's a you're betting on it long term, but in the short term, I think there's going to be some grouchy administrators and basketball coaches because they're going to have an advantage over the rest of the league. There is also the theory, and maybe this is a bit too old school and, and doesn't work with the current times. You know, I've also heard the theory that this will really hurt Gonzaga in the long run because they, one, you'll be a geographical outlier. Not that it matters, but being that far away does. Like, have you ever flown out to that area of the country on a charter flight? It takes forever. It's a long time. Like, I mean, it really takes forever. I've never done a charter, but I've done the hop well, into Denver. But that's way faster than these little planes. Yeah, they don't move real fast. So, I God, we did a prop plane to Corvallis. You're, when I you're fighting that jet stream, it took forever. We had to stop in like one of the Dakotas and like fill up with gas. And it, it, it I'm not kidding. It was the longest flight of my life. I mean, I sat with JC Holloway and we you know, chatted forever. I learned everything I needed to know about talk, JC. Holloway. Talk about Kelvin Cato. Um, Kenny Pratt. I guess my, my greater point with the Zags is I think they're in a great spot now. Cause they're basically like an independent. Yeah. And they also get these guys that often are elite. That's why they have a lot of busts in the NBA. Hmm. They're elite hmm. in that league because you can't your your warts don't really get shown that much. And it's a really fun league to play in because you're always kicking everybody's ass. I I just I wonder what they're gonna be like in a power league, yeah. specifically one like the Big 12 that we've seen get older and uglier by the year, especially with the COVID year and with NIL. Because I, like Iowa State's a much younger team this year. We had Iowa State Media Day today with TJ Otzelberger and the team. It's a much younger team, but it's still rugged. Like, you look at Iowa State's front line. Don't, don't call those guys young, you know? Yeah. You've got a bunch of grown-ass men and... I don't know. What you, you're what you're missing here is though, there is a world that may happen down the road where those smaller conferences are in a separate So this is a like this is their they they're this keeping is their, their seat at the table. You think that's what this is? I I hadn't I thought think, about it I, like that. I just think it's eventually I it because right now you already have some of the um bigger schools saying we don't need the NCAA. Let's go on our own and we don't have to pay them at all. The, you have some of these major conferences that want to run the NCAA tournament themselves. They're like, we don't need the NCAA to run a tournament. We know how to do that. Uh, and so think the West Coast Conference could... Could just be belly up. Yeah. And so if you're Gonzaga, you you want to get in now. Or else you're... you're okay. So you sold me on it with that. That, that makes sense. I mean, from yeah. them, it's it's really like, well, we can, we can probably be better in the short term, but if we don't have a seat at all, then what does it matter? And... And I think they're going to be okay. Now, they won't be the same because you're right. They get the advantage now of being independent. 
playing all these big games and beating up on these, you know, the dons of San Francisco in the mm-hmm. meantime. But sh- sure, I mean, that's great. But you why don't you just a- take like St. Mary's too? Then honestly, because nobody's watching, nobody's tuning in to watch St. Mary's play. They will, well, they will turn in to watch Gonzaga. And can you imagine a Gonzaga Kansas game in February in Allen Fieldhouse? I mean, or like nine o'clock at night, and oh yeah, I mean, like that's the thing that nobody's talking about yeah, either. That's, that could get two million viewers for that thing. That that would be five times. I as get much it as why a, the Big Twelve's doing it. Yeah. I understand it, but as a fan, I don't have to like. I, it. I agree, and I think for an Iowa State, <laughs> from Iowa State's perspective, in the short term, it. I don't know if it's now. It's a fun brand. They are a fun brand. They, but it. it I don't know. I just. I think it doesn't. You, there you, have to be a partner with them. Don't there, yes. Doesn't there have to be an eighteen? Because then the next question is, well, if you, how do you do a seventeen team? Was it like St. John's? I'm I'm trying to think of the, one of these non football Connecticut. Like, are they going to bring in Connecticut now? I don't know. Could Connecticut just say, okay, well, we need to hop on board somewhere, basketball only, and go independent in football? Yeah, it's kind of what they're. I mean, doing that's already. what they're doing right now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I wouldn't. And your mark still seems all in on East Coast stuff. I could definitely see them trying to coach. Coach Connecticut. From what I understand, your Mark really wanted that Connecticut thing to happen in the first place. But I mean, he clearly wanted the four corner schools first, but that was not you know, a lot of people are like, oh, this it's is a fault. Like, no, he wanted Connecticut in the Big 12. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, there's so many dynamics here. It's not people are thinking both short term and long term. So we will see. But I, I mean, if Gonzaga happens, they, they got to have a partner. I'm pretty confident about that. I want to give a shout out to Kelderman Manufacturing in Oskaloosa. My buddy Jeff Kelderman is a um, huge Iowa State fan, and he uh, is also big into helping our area farmers. If you are out there in combines, if your stuff breaks, go to Kelderman.com, go to agriculture. I want you to get. Excuse me. I want you guys to see all the line of agriculture products that they have at Kelderman Manufacturing in the great city of Oskaloosa. They got a dirt track down there. You ever been to that dirt track? I have played a basketball game at Oskaloosa before. Never no been to the dirt track. I'll yeah. be damned. Yeah, they used to be conference partners of Waukee. Things have changed. It's like the old uh, Big Eight. <laughs> yeah, Waukee's grown a little bit. It's like the old Big Eight. I don't know. You know, I think Omaha, Baloo, Jake, Not. Um, some other memorable walkie people. Johnny Brummett. Johnny Brummett will be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not sure I'll make it. Shout out to my guy, Johnny Brummett. Hope, so hopefully somebody can get that back to him. <laughs> so Max Book. Uh, yeah, okay, well, let's talk about Cincinnati. The uh, I'll give you a real quick overview, and then we'll get into the nitty-gritty here. They've lost three in a row uh, to Miami of Ohio, Oklahoma, and then that Friday night game a lot of people watched at BYU a couple weeks ago. Yep. Uh, this is what I see when I look at their profile. Watch that BYU game back. I, I did watch the Oklahoma game. Uh, I, I see a pretty good running team. Starts at their quarterback, Emory Jones. He he will run the ball. He's their second leading runner. I think he leads the team in rushing touchdowns. Uh, I They're not much of a passing team, and he is very turnover prone. Defensively, I think they got a really good defensive line. Uh, I, really good. Yeah, I, I think this is a problem when I'm when I'm outlining this matchup for Iowa State where it could be an issue. Mm-hmm. It's a damn good thing the offensive line's been playing better. 
Yes. Because this Cincinnati defensive line, this might be one of the better fronts Iowa State will see this year. They got a couple of like three or four real edge rushers. Yeah, well, Corleone, they call him the Godfather. Over yes, there. the Godfather. Rob Gray wrote about he's, that. He's in, really good in his piece. Uh, 3.1 yards per rush is what they give up. Not as good against the pass. They're ranked like in the 70s in the passing game. But this is a significant challenge for the Iowa State offensive line that has taken steps forward the last couple of weeks. That to me. You want to talk about, we'll talk about the defense matching up with offense, but Iowa State's offensive line, again, can it hold up? It doesn't have to be great. Can it hold up against that Cincinnati defensive line to protect Rocco Beck like it has done pretty much all year? But, Brent, we've seen an increase in running the football. Do you think Iowa State will continue to be able to do that against this Cincinnati front? That's That will determine the game, that and turnovers. Yep. And it's pretty pretty simple s- philosophy here. Uh, I mentioned this on the NFM picks, but the teams in the Big 12 that won last weekend won the turnover battle 13-2. to And this is a game where if you look at both teams, probably pr- pretty equal talent, it comes down to turnovers and who can stop the run. I really think that. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, ends up being pretty simple. And you look at uh, Jones's numbers for them, he has been turnover prone. And they have fumbled a couple times. I would say has yet to lose a fumble. So there are some things. Obviously, it's playing really clean football. Now, maybe not the most explosive, although it's been better, but not many penalties again last week. You have didn't have a turnover. Rocco's been very clean. Only two sacks given up all year. You do those things, I think Iowa State wins the game. If you regress a little bit, you mm-hmm. throw a pick six that we've seen a couple times mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. You have some uncharacteristic turnovers. You get caught up in the sell, sellout homecoming crowd in Cincinnati. It'll be fired up over there. Is it sold out? It is. It is. How it, many Iowa State fans? Do you I don't know. It'll be a lot. Feels I like there's a lot. a lot of people making. Yeah, the trip. And it's, I mean it's only a forty thousand seat stadium, so this isn't Norman where it's eighty five thousand. They're right on yeah. top of you, but still, yeah. it's a decent atmosphere there. It's homecoming. They want to get on the board in the Big 12, I'm sure. So there are some factors that for a young team, I would say it's still a young team, uh, it's still not easy to go on the road, but I think it comes down to, you're right, if Iowa State continues to run it well, keeps the offense on the field, I really like uh, I really like Iowa State's chances here. Yeah, em- Emory Jones is, is fascinating. Let, let's talk about him and specifically this Iowa State defense. Uh, real quick, though, I did want to give a shout-out. I got another uh, note in the mail from the marching band. Because I'm a donor, you know, I'm a donor through yep. our friends Van, at the Iowa Van State is, University Foundation. Absolutely, I got another thank you note in the mail from our friends is, at the marching band. You know what they call that in the nonprofit world? That what? is great stewardship. Oh man, and I'm like, I love the Iowa State University marching band so much. I'm gonna donate to them the rest of my life <laughs> through the Iowa State University Foundation. Yeah. Be a well-rounded cyclone. Move what matters. Dot com. And give to the marching band, I'm just gonna, like I do. You can give whatever, whatever you want, but I'm, that's what I give I'm going to continue to give to the IB College of Business. My guy, oh, yeah. Spalding. Yeah, I did them last year, too. I got a note from them. Got a thank you note from them. So, Emory Jones, I, I'm a pro football-focused guy. It's not perfect, but yep. it gives you a guide. Yep, He has regressed every year he's played in college football, according to that. He still terrifies me, though, with this defense because he's a guy who can just extend drives. We yes. saw that last week with TCU. I've watched the game three times now. I don't think the defense was as bad in the first half as I initially thought. I think that this Chandler Morris. Yeah, that one play was. Yeah, I mean, he made two. Or the two plays. He made two stupid plays that I think wore him out and frustrated the Iowa State defense. They got lackadaisical and they quit tackling. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the type of stuff Emory Jones can do when it comes to extending plays. Yes. Similar quarterback, though, Brent, is he will throw up some jump balls. Yeah, so he's the key six interceptions here, in five here, games. Here's the key to me on this side. Cincinnati's a good rushing team, 218 yards per game, top 10 nationally. First and second, can you keep can you put them third and six and longer? Right? Get them into third down. And I'm going to take my chances with Iowa State secondary against this guy. I think he'll throw two interceptions in this game. Uh, but but again, like I'm also fully expecting it's going to be third and 12 sometime, and he's going to pull a rabbit out of his hat and yeah. do something crazy. He's that athletic, no, that good. You're right. I mean, they're five yards per carry, and they played good competition. This isn't all against Eastern no, they, Kentucky. And they moved the ball against Oklahoma. It, they just it, couldn't it, put yeah. it in the end zone. So that, I would say, if I'm looking at this, it, yes, it's him running it on those broken plays. But then if they can establish the ground game, obviously it has not been as good this year against the run. Been okay. Been okay. But I mean, 170 last week for Bailey for TCU. Mm-hmm, I mean, he was mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. good. I, Yeah, that's 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 a little bit... Uh, this is a big uh, big Malik Verdone game. Huge Malik Verdone game. Yeah, he's an Ohio guy. Uh, my guy Rob Gray is currently in the next room right now here right? at the office oh. writing a Malik Verdone feature. Okay, perfect timing. If you see Malik, I've never met him. Will you tell him that I am his biggest fan? He's a big dude. Buddy. Dude, he is. Yeah. He's the glue to the defense. He, I, he needs to have a bit. Him and, well, Bo, Bo was awesome last week. I'm a big Bo Freezer guy. Yeah, but Bo's life's a hell of a lot easier when yeah, Malik Verdone's next to you. It's a fact. I talked to Bo about that. Yep. <laughs> so they Iowa State safeties need to be good. They gotta, they're going to get them up and run support. They're going to put Purchase and Tampa on an island a lot. They're going to say, all right, Cincinnati, try and beat us through the air. And, uh, but you got to stop the run. Here's a little nugget for you. Key player. Hasn't been mentioned much on the pod. Zach Lovett. Ooh. They've put him as a spy on the yeah. quarterback the he last two games. The he did really well on Dylan Gabriel in the second half at Oklahoma. And he was lights out last week against TCU. And that quarterback started making all of them crazy moves. They put him out there. He's had sacks the last two games. I would say he's been responsible for three sacks because he's cleared things up against a guy like Emory Jones. I think Zach Lovett. Okay. Zach Lovett and Malik Verdone are my keys to victory the, for that the, cycling defense. Picks to click. I like it. And it, it, these running backs for them aren't super dynamic. They're good. They're not like game breakers. No. Uh, but they're solid. Uh, I just They're yeah, not as good as the TCU guy. No. No. So these safeties have to be good, though. You got to... Again, T, Cincinnati will not divert from running the ball if they're having success because they know that they know that Emory Jones is turnover prone as well. Iowa State wants him to throw 45 times on Saturday. You've been on these road trips. They like the 11 a.m. kick when you're on the yes, road, right? Like that's 100%. A, that favors the road team and generally. From little what I know, um, this isn't a long bus ride coming in, so it's Good. even better because the team is staying. So it's not one of those deals like when you're in Waco right, and you, you got to stay in Temple and it's all... Yeah. It can be a haul and you hit 35 traffic. No, they're staying oh. right across the river, it sounds like. So, so what are your plans? What are you going to do in Cincinnati? I don't know. Yet. Eat some Skyline chili. When are you going? I'm leaving Friday morning. I'm going to get there around early What is the deal with the evening? Skyline chili? Has Aiden had, or Jackie had Skyline chili? There's no chili? way Aiden has. No. Aiden's never Aiden's even been left, out of the state of the Iowa. State. I haven't had Skyline. Apparently, Skyline chili is spaghetti with meat sauce. So this is the same thing as that place in milwaukee that pollard had me go to the real chili uh, oh are you talking smack about the cincinnati because that's a, no, that's a good way to create some when, enemies when we went to the ncaa tournament in milwaukee 
I had Pollard on the radio show. Okay. And, you know, because Pollard's a Milwaukee guy. Yep. And he was giving fans, like, tips on places to go. And this place is called Real Chili. Real Chili. Real Chili. Okay. And they put noodles. It's open 24 hours a day. People will go there for, like, breakfast and stuff. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's just like noodles, cheese, and meat sauce. Yep, and you can maybe get beans. That's called a four-way, I think. A what? There's a three-way and a four-way. Again, I'm looking at the menu here. I personally uh, prefer the three-way. Four <laughs> seems a little exhausting to me. I don't know if I can handle what about, that. Or you can get a Coney dog. You want to add some Coney dog in your life. Uh, leave it alone. But chili. I'm going to get... I think I might get some Friday. Friday afternoon, evening. All right. Dave's watching on Facebook. Thanks, Dave. He says, yeah, Cincinnati chili is very similar to the real chili in Milwaukee. Real chili in Milwaukee is like, it's like an institution. It's I think downtown. I, I would argue Skyline Chili has the, the more national reputation. Well, it maybe does. I'm telling you, Milwaukee, that's where everybody goes when they're drunk. Well. They go to real chili. I'm going to guess there's a few Iowa State fans who might. Uh, Keith Murphy tells the story the best. But me and Murphy were at Real Chili. And you've been out to eat with me enough. I always ask the waitress, what's the best thing on your menu? Yeah. And that's, that's until you've had a few, then it gets so a little, little imagine more dicey from there. It's like 11 a.m., NCAA tournament's going on, Like, but there's nobody in there. Murph and I are grabbing some chili. And I, you know, this person's making like minimum wage, probably. They hate their life. And then me, I go, uh, hey, uh, what's the best thing on the menu? <laughs> and this this guy looks at me and just goes, the chili. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah, I got the chili. I don't know what else you get there. It's, it's what it is. It's the chili. I'm going to review it. I'm going to be a food critiquer. I'm critiquer. going to food, make food, Iowa whatever. chili on Friday just to spite you. Do you put beans in your chili? Yeah. I'm not a psycho. Well, <laughs> what do you think? I'm a communist? Of course, I put beans not, in my I'm a, chili. I'm a non bean chili guy. Uh, you're going to miss it. We're having a seafood boil for uh, Joni Hutchinson's oh. uh, 50th birthday. Happy birthday, Joni. I love a good seafood boil. Doing that on uh, Friday. Chris and I are going to boil up a bunch of seafood. Well, you show me your seafood. I'll show you my, my four way. Sounds awfully personal. If you <laughs> if you get the four way, you better FaceTime me okay. at the same time because I got to see I, this. I will do that. Uh, I listen, I, I, I do think Iowa state wins, I, but I've been saying this since before the TCU game. I, I thought that this is a better matchup for Iowa state than TCU was it a little bit. Them coming off of a buy is an advantage to Cincinnati, but don't you just in general have to fade these new big 12 teams right now? They're not yeah, performing they, well. Yeah. It's, but then I think Cincinnati Cincinnati's analytics look really good. Okay. And that's why the number's actually going up. I think it, the the point spread has actually gone up to five and a half. Has it really? Some wow. Places. Okay. I hadn't seen that. Because if you see their metrics, offense, defense, yards per player, both really good. It's just they have been bitten by bad luck, turnovers, and red zone inefficiency. Does that sound familiar, by the way? Um, so the the... You know, odds are they correct that easier than the yards per play situation. That's why Vegas generally likes Cincinnati a lot, despite the three losses in a row. Now, is we've seen it before. Sometimes those bad habits are just part of it and not fluky, and you're going to continue to have bad habits. Could be wet on Saturday. 
Maybe it's more turnover prone. Iowa State has, again, like I keep coming back to it, played really clean football the last couple of weeks, and you hope that continues. I think this is a four-quarter game. I do, too. I just think they're different than TCU, though. TCU beat you with speed and 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 skill. These guys are a little bit more traditional. Now, Dow Jones can throw it. He can mm-hmm. run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the receivers are okay, but you don't have to worry about as many game breakers as you had on a TCU where – you know, they could house one from 75 yards. So if this defense for Iowa State makes Cincinnati earn it, you hope they uh, have a mistake, a penalty, or shoot themselves in the foot along the way. All right. Um, a lot of people are chiming in on the chat. If you're watching live on this chili thing, I'm not going to get into it, guys. <laughs> I'm sure it's all good. Thanks for your input. You need a chili, uh, chili contest. You know what you tailgate. need is you need some chili and some candy corn. <laughs> For dessert, that's what you need. We appreciate our uh, presenting sponsor, MacDyne, the MacDyne Corporation. By the way, great podcast with uh, TJ. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that. I appreciate that. I enjoyed that a lot. We should. If you guys haven't listened to that, I did. I, I sat down with Otzelberger on, what was it, Monday. He is not uh, tamping down expectations. With it's very team. anti-TJ. Yeah. Usually he, like, I've always learned if TJ thinks the team is going to finish fourth, he'll tell you 10th. Right. I mean, this goes back 15 years. He's been like this. Practice has been going great. Well, you know, I got the, I got a little peek at, uh, he, he showed me this. He won't mind me sharing this. We were up in his office and Omaha Baloo was down getting a work in workout in. And he, he, TJ says, that's one of the only McDonald's all Americans in history that will be working on stuff like this. And they just had him doing like, Junkyard dog stuff. Yeah. Like not, he, he wasn't shooting threes. He wasn't working on dunks. He was coming off a screen, like just getting just the crap grinding. beat out of him. Yep. Like it, and it was impressive. The thing with Omaha, and I hope it doesn't turn into this. I have a concern. He's going to get the um, Tristan and Aruna treatment. We're always like, well, why didn't Omaha play? Oh yeah. Um, early. Give him time. This kid works really hard, really, yeah. really hard. He still has all the potential in the world. He's five years younger than Trey King. And so you just you got to give him some time to figure it out. Trey's been through all this before. These guards are really good. Uh, Omaha's going to be a factor. There's no question. But, you know, that first, those November games, if he's not playing 30 minutes a game, we as a fan base have to acknowledge that it's it's all part of the, the growing up here. And... You know, Omaha's an NBA guy. There's no question, but I, I don't want the expectations to get too carried away. Oh, where, I don't. He like for those who don't know, he wouldn't start if the season started right now. Right. You know, like and I'm just trying a, to, and it's not. Yeah, it's not that he, he sucks. Is, he's he's a playing really against 25 year olds. He's a really good player. And yeah. It's just there. That's the good news though for Iowa State. Same with Momchilovich. Momchilovich is a future NBA guy. There's no question. I actually he, think he's a more lockdown future NBA player than Omaha is, in my opinion. Well, they're both. I think they're both going to be. NBA yeah, I, I, I do too. But yeah. I'm saying, like, which one's more of a sure thing for a 10 year career? Guy who can sit in the corner and make yeah. threes all day. And, and but the, I whatever think the good, yeah, it doesn't matter. The good news is the depth here is really impressive. Ward has gotten so much better. Yeah, uh, Jones is going to be a factor. I mean, Rob Jones is going to play. Okay? Did you hear the nugget TJ gave me on Taman Lipsy? Yeah, he's shooting the ball. He's shooting 38 percent from three during scrimmages. And. Gilbert's been great. Like they, there's a lot of positive things. It's a young team in, in some areas, but I uh, terrible. I'm 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 pro. I'm bullish on this this men's basketball program and the women's team. Their media day is tomorrow. 
Can't wait to find out more. They have a lot of new people. It's like a it's like a need a need a spotting chart to figure out who's who, but they're pretty Kind of like watching Iowa State's defense. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell is that guy? Crosby. Co- Cooper you know? Evil kind of got out of yeah. nowhere. He's a true freshman. He played a bunch against TCU. I had to, you can ask Aiden and Connor, they were with who's me at the guy? game on Saturday. I had to get up and go get a roster. I don't need rosters usually. I mean, I do this all the time. Like I know all these guys. I had to go get a roster with all the subs Haycock was making in the second quarter. Yeah, because the game was still, this wasn't junk time. No, it, he this was pissed, was, and he was putting like, in guys who would tackle. He's like, Williams, you're coming in. <laughs> Evil, you're going in there. Trent Jones, you're coming in. By the way, in. I'm buying stock right now. The stock has been purchased on John Tez Williams. Okay, I'm buy, I'll buy Cooper Evil stock while we're Okay, while we're and I, I, want, I, I want the, uh, I'm going to make a, start a new growth portfolio with Williams and Crosby because I think they're really but this freaking the next, good. the next secondary. I think those guys are players. You ever been to Hartley, Iowa? Yeah. Hartley, Melvin, Sanborn, I believe is the... Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I've at least driven by is it. The acronym? That's where uh, Cooper Ebel's from. Oh, okay. Hartley, Iowa. Is he a walk-on? No. Scholarship guy. But then they they had a walk on play significant snaps that Sturgis that, Sturgis yeah, guy that's came the one, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, from, from, he's uh, from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Seventeen freshmen played. Get to work, Bloom. I'm trying. This is all on you. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna call him up. You know what, Mark Stoops? It's all on you and the fans. Mark Stoops can't donate to Kentucky, but maybe he could donate so could campbell donate a million to kentucky and mark stoops could donate a million to iowa Mm, state how would that work interesting you make like alliances with different schools (laughs) or it's like it's like a it's like the challenge did you see this aiden sent this to us kansas completely scot-free three years probation just breaking all of that i mean are you surprised no all of that for that Oklahoma State should have done what Kansas did and just drag it out and, that is quint- and refuse to that give is them any information. Unbelievably frustrating. I don't know enough about it. I let it slip through the cracks, but I'm not surprised. Well, they waited long enough until NIL yeah. became normalized, which yeah. I mean, actually was Oklahoma State out. cooperated too well with the NCAA. They, too quickly. Yeah. If Oklahoma State does that now, they're they're, they're Yeah. Bill Self. What a time to be alive. Bill Self lives. Death, taxes, Bill Self. Lives baby. in a tree. Nobody can touch him. He is Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams. Aiden Wyatt producing today's show. We were live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We're going to try and do this as much as possible on Wednesdays. We cannot always do it. I know it's hard for you guys to plan. We apologize for that. But, you know, you're going to get a Williams and Bloom pod every Sunday and every Wednesday from now on. Here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network, we're presented as always by our friends at MacDine, signing off from the Wild Rose Casino Studios here in Ankeny. Have a great weekend. If you're going to Cincinnati, be safe. And be if careful not, with those well, chilies. Go and get yourself yeah. some Iowa cream, baby. Fill up the coffee. Have a great one, and we'll be back on Sunday night.